0: Freedom Radio. I'm Laura Hedlund. I'm a student of permaculture, a person who knows cheap food is not cheap, and a person who has a song stuck in their head. Has that ever happened to you? I got this song stuck in my head.
1: An emergency has been declared. The United States is being rocked by an explosion of violence and anger. Crowds have taken over the city of Minneapolis as payback for the death of an unarmed black man at the hands of police. It's been brought to my attention. That there's quite a bit of tension on this planet we like to call our home. We were all created equal with lots of different shades. So why is skin the source of so?
0: X-ray. What if we all had X-ray vision into each other's souls? What kind of world would that create? On today's show, we're going to depart a little bit from the topic of food, and we're going to be talking about the activism of young people. Later in the show, we're going to be joined, I'm very pleased to be joined by the singer of the song you just heard, um, Olivia. She graduated high school last year, um, and I should let you all know that this show is sponsored. It's sponsored by ACLU People Power, Lit People Vote, the Minneapolis chapter. And what they wanted is just to put out voices of young people being active in the, elect- in the electoral process, um, to shine a light on this type of activism and how we can activate the world we all want to live in, I think. So um, joining us now is Mohammed, honest Mohammed. Welcome, welcome to Food Freedom Radio. Thank you for having me. Thank you. So tell us a little bit about yourself.
2: So I live in Sample, St. Sample area and I've been here for about three years. And in the past year or so, I've been more active in, um, in in and around youth activities, and I I was involved in this in about actually this this summer, and I've been working on some some projects, and I'm just um having fun. I'm doing great.
0: Having fun. Uh, so. What does? Why are you active?
2: So I got involved in this um, about a year ago. And some friends in my school um, told me about some activities that young people were doing around the community. And I just wanted to do um, a bunch of projects because I was a little bored after school. And I wanted to participate more in the
0: community. So, what were some of those projects you were active in?
2: Some of the projects we did were making sure that people know their elections um, locally, and registering them, and making sure that they, you know, they know and they can get every help they need, and helping them participate in elections.
0: And why why is it important to participate in our elections?
2: I think that our voices are very, very powerful. And if somebody can vote, I think they should. And because, you know, if your voice is so powerful and you have a say in society and how and who leads society and how society looks like in the future, I think you should. So that's that. That's what I felt like. I felt like I should help people um, use their voices for the better.
0: Do Do you ever get uh, what type of response do you get from people?
2: Um, sometimes, some people actually. Um, sometimes they would feel like I'm advocating for a certain body or candidate, and but I I would also always clarify that and a lot of times i would get a thank you or something like that yeah
0: cuz sometimes um sometimes it seems like people can it's kind of common to be cynical or to just think your vote doesn't really matter that that we all feel very powerless do you think that that's, mm-hmm. that that's out there that a lot of people don't think their voice matters
2: yes Yes, a lot of th- a lot of times I think a lot of people out there think their voice doesn't matter. Uh, a lot of times I even see it in social media. Some people just they are overwhelmed with social media and what they see online, and they just feel like, oh, you know, it's only one vote. You know, it's not gonna matter. It's not gonna change anything if I go out there and vote, which isn't true. I think every grain of sand counts.
0: And. How do you know that that's not true how do you how do you how do you find that um hope and optimism in yourself
2: well um the thing is if if one person thinks or feels like their vote doesn't matter and that you know whether they go and vote or not you know is still the same and won't really change any significant thing, then there's there's a there's a chance that a lot more people think the same way, and all of a sudden if you have, like, a part of society or community that feels like that and doesn't go out there and, you know, vote or feels like their vote doesn't matter, then you have a lot of people missing out.
0: Right. And, and you were actually also active in, in uh, encouraging people to sign up for the census. Yes. And and so yes. what kind of world do you think we have? Or what does democracy mean to you? What does democracy mean to you?
2: To me, democracy means everybody having a say in how we do things. Everybody being, you know, involved in every position or thing society does. You know, that means uh, participating in voting, making sure... Um, you do the census so that you are represented in the government and everywhere else.
0: So, Anas Muhammad, I, again, I, I thank you for your time. Uh, how did uh, again? You're you're young um, and you've been active. So, tell us a little bit more about your personal story with this.
2: So, my personal, I think I find a lot of joy in it, and my personal story. I've been here in the United States for. Um, for three years and a few months now. And, and I just, I always want to vote. I always, when my mother goes and vote, I would always get excited. And, and I, because I don't have that like opportunity to do that, I just, I wanted, this is the reason why I, um, I helped people some, I helped people go and vote. Or know about voting more because I want them to to use that voice because I know I can't use mine.
0: Right, it's a precious gift. Well, I I thank you so much, um, Honest Mohammed, for joining us. Uh, This show is sponsored by ACLU People Power, Let People Vote, the Minneapolis chapter. And we're going to be talking to young people about activism. Um, You're listening to Food Freedom Radio on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota.
1: So you can learn to love the soul that lives inside of me. That lives inside of me.
0: Welcome back to Food Freedom Radio. I'm Laura Hedlund. Uh, we're doing something a little different. Uh, today's show is being sponsored by ACLU, People Power, Let People Vote, the Minneapolis chapter. And we're talking to young people about activism. Um, and uh, thanks so much to Anas and Muhammad. Um He was with us last time, last segment. And right now we're joined by Emma Walters. Um, she's a student at the University of Minnesota. Welcome to Food Freedom Radio, Radio, Emma. Hi, thank you. Thank you. So tell us a little bit about yourself.
3: So, yeah, so I, I'm here at the University of Minnesota, a freshman. Um, I'm studying environmental science, policy, and management. Um, I'm also a member of League of Women Voters, St. Paul chapter. Um, and then in high school, I was a part of more of like the climate action movement through I Matter St. Paul, um, which is an affiliate of Yeah, I Men. Um, and so I've sort of been in like, youth activism
0: for a few years now. So what motivated you to be um, active?
3: So definitely a few different things.
0: Uh, so for joining
3: League of Women Voters, which I started uh, the fall of my senior year, uh, hearing a lot of the headlines in 2018 about voter suppression, especially in like areas in the South, um, like hearing about voter suppression there really motivated me to want to get involved um, with uh, stuff up with <laughs> stuff in St. Paul uh, locally, because uh, obviously there's a lot of Communities where information about voting might not be as accessible. And so uh, to me, that was really important, uh, getting to be a part of that.
0: Um, Yeah. And then, I mean, one thing that uh, baby boomers like me have said over the years is if the young people only show up to vote, um, we would have had a President (laughs) Al Gore. Um, I mean... (sighs) And so in terms of, of, well, I mean, let's just stay on that for a second. I mean, can you imagine what life would have been like if, if Al Gore had won the election? Uh, would we have had these horrible fires and hurricanes? Would we have already had a solution to our climate crises? Honestly, that, that really is the question. Um, I feel like
3: definitely not to this scale. Like, absolutely not, especially with all the initiatives that um, Al Gore had been promoting during his campaign. Um, I feel like we we would be. I feel like we'd still be struggling with the issues, uh, especially surrounding climate change. But we would they'd be so much more uh, manageable. I think, especially uh, if the EPA was not on their current path of deregulating the um, environmental protections right now.
0: So, what type of response do you get from your peers in terms of um, when you tell people to vote?
3: I'd say overwhelmingly it's a pretty positive response because I think right now um, a lot of the issue um, with like young voters is there's so much information out there uh, surrounding voting and like voter registration that that uh, very much it's just very overwhelming for them to know what to look at what sources to go to um, and so that's something that I've been fortunate to work on a little bit with League of Women Voters is breaking down that information so that it's a lot easier um, for them to absorb and pass on to other people and really just uh, continue spreading that civic engagement.
0: Because this year, I mean, some of us who've done phone calling and door knocking is so different with the virus. So what type of activities Mm -hmm. are you doing to encourage people to vote?
3: So I personally have been working on a social media campaign um, for the past week or so, uh, and that's leading up into the election. Um, and like, like I said, sort of focusing on breaking down information from, like, the Secretary of State website and from, like, official sources, breaking it down, um, to focus on the questions that a lot of my peers have, like, asked me, um, specifically about absentee d- ballots or in-person voting. Um, and I know a lot of the people in the high school, uh, part of, uh, League of Women Voters have been, uh, disseminating information through, like, platforms such as Schoology, uh, which really help with, um, they administer to like the entire school of students. So a lot of really good online methods.
0: Do many people seem to, do you ever run across people who think that voting doesn't really matter and I, I don't have any power. So why are you even talking to me? Do you? Absolutely.
3: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. There's um, it, it's yeah, it's, it's very interesting because with all the, you know, energy surrounding this election um, even with those who I know who are like very energetic and like charged up about getting people to vote and getting involved, uh, you definitely see that sort of like dark cloud of doubt, uh, surrounding even like the most energetic members. Um, but I think that's something that with all the information that we're able to like pass out to people, I think that really is the best way to combat that, that doubt, um,
0: yeah, yeah, I love the way you said that—that that dark cloud of doubt—and I think sometimes just being really um, aware of that dark cloud of doubt and walking through it, <laughs> and and how we energize, because I mean in. Um, you know, there was a times when when we become together and we energize. Uh, in the seventies, there was so much energy, and that energy resulted in a lot of really good um, legislation, the Clean Water Act, and civil rights, and the right to marry. And so, um, when you're uh, how we motivate this, this is sort of what you guys are doing right now, right? You're trying to create a better world. What are you trying to create? What do you want to see in the future?
3: I definitely want to see a lot more. Um, when it, well, when it comes to like, youth activism specifically um, and translating that to actual policy, I want to see a lot more um, centering of like, diverse voices and especially like um, by POC voices, those absolutely need to be amplified and centered um, moving forward uh, when it comes to creating legislation um, to like address social issues and to address climate change and all these because all these uh, these issues are intersectional. And so I really, that's my hope for the future, um, is to see that intersectionality really be applied on like a, a local scale for policy as well as federal.
0: Yeah. So what does democracy mean to you? So
3: to me, democracy is very much an extension of that. So it's that act of centering the perspective of people at the heart of The policies that affect them, um, as well as just that implication of people's voices and their perspectives, um, which I think is something that our current democracy isn't necessarily doing the best at.
0: Right. Um, I mean, I can remember chatting. Another world is possible. (laughs) And so, so do you feel? Are you hopeful about this election? I'd say so.
3: I I think there's a lot. Well, obviously, there's a lot of room for improvement in our current democracy, and I think this election is kind of the starting block to uh, all the progress that could be made.
0: And so what do, would you encourage people to do um, if they're also feeling passionate about this election? What can people do?
3: I would say, honestly, word of mouth and just uh, like passing on like to people the importance of this election. If, if the if an election is very important to you, really just making... Uh, just, like, incorporating that into your daily conversations with people and making sure that you're, like, donating to organizations that are helping to get out the votes, um, as well as just, like, local organizations that are helping promote social justice um, and aspects like that that tie into, obviously, parts of the election.
0: So I thank you so much, Emma Walters, uh, for joining us. We are kind of departing from a food show. We're talking about youth activism, and this show is sponsored by ACLU's People. Power, Uh, Let People Vote, the Minneapolis chapter, and when we come back, we're going to listen to the singer.
1: A state of emergency has been declared. The United States is being rocked by an explosion of violence and anger. Crowds have taken over the city of Minneapolis as payback for the death of an unarmed black man at the hands of police. It's been brought to my attention that there's quite a bit of tension on this planet. We like to call our home. We were all created. Welcome
0: back to Food Freedom Radio, where we plant to nourish the seeds of change. I'm Laura Hedlund, a student of permaculture, a person who knows cheap food is not cheap, and a person very inspired by this song playing. You know, what if we all had x-ray vision? We're very pleased to have joining us now Moyana Olivia. Um, Welcome. Welcome to Food Freedom Radio. Hello,
4: thank you for having
0: me. Thank you so much and I'd like to let people know that this uh, show is actually sponsored by the Minneapolis ch- chapter of People Power Let People Vote campaign and if people want to talk to anyone from that group they can call Shay and Shay's phone number is 651-529-4845. So I again, I just love this song. Tell me tell me a little bit about your background.
4: Sure. So my name is Olivia Pierce and I'm from Minneapolis, Minnesota. And I just graduated from high school. I am now um, in virtual college. Um, and then in terms of music, I got involved in music from a very young age because my dad used to sing Nat King Cole songs and then record them on CDs and play them in me and my sister's crib so we would fall asleep. So that's kind of where my love for music originated from. And from then, I started to record my own songs in the basement of our house and then release them through Record Union, which is just like, a Self publishing campaign for artists, and so that's kind of where my career in music began.
0: Okay, that's that's cool. And so, what college, what high school did you graduate from?
4: Oh, I just graduated from Edina High School, and I'm now at Northwestern University in Illinois.
0: Oh, wonderful. Um, so, um, uh, so your song, um, you've also been very active in different groups like Sit to Breathe. So, tell us about that. Yeah,
4: for sure. So I would say I started to get involved in social justice and activism sophomore year because we had an event called a March for Unity at Edina. And so from there, I started to organize different table discussions with community members. And then I also presented a TED Talk in 2018 about unconscious bias and racial justice. And then I would say I wasn't involved in the planning of the Fit to Breathe March, but I did attend with my father. And then I have a couple of friends who were in charge of organizing the event, which had over three thousand attendees, which I thought was amazing.
0: Cool. Well, we're gonna we're gonna play your entire this entire five minute clip because it is just that powerful. And when we come back, we're gonna talk about the lyrics and what it means. So let's listen to your let's listen to your clip or your music.
1: A state of emergency has been. The United States is being rocked by an explosion of violence and anger. Crowds have taken over the city of Minneapolis as payback for the death of an unarmed black man at the hands of police. It's been brought to my attention that there's quite a bit of tension on this planet we like to call our home. We were all created equal with lots of different shapes. So much hate Why do we get so hung up on the things that don't matter And justice makes us blind x rays. Look at me through an x-ray So hopefully my skin won't be the only thing you see The soul that lives inside of me, that lives inside of me, newly released video shows the aftermath of the police killing of Rihanna, Taylor, and Louisville. Officers conducting a drug raid burst into Taylor's home and shot her eight times. People fighting in Just can't seem to. I could never get, cause it just don't make no sense How could you write my story by the color of my skin? Maybe we all need Mm x-ray, to never worry what the next say Mm -hmm. And what if we cannot see who we talk to? I was taught to hold the door for whoever walks through. It's just a matter of time difference between you and me, no Can't we all just get along I'm tired of singing the same old song Rights for all, just can't be wrong So stand up, freedom and justice for all oh. Can't we all just get along I'm tired of singing the same old song Rights for all, just can't be wrong So stand up, freedom
4: Olivia.
2: And I'm Mac Turner. And if you want justice for George,
4: for Brianna, and for every name,
2: use your voice for change.
4: You have the power to fight for freedom and justice for all. If you want an end to police brutality against people of color, use your voice and exercise your right to vote.
0: What a a powerful and beautiful song, Mojana, um, Olivia. Um, Joining us now by phone, you graduated from Medina High School last year. Um, You wrote this song? Yes. And when did you write it?
4: I wrote it in 2017.
0: Okay. And um, so you wrote it before George Floyd's death.
4: Yes. I initially wrote it after the verdicts for the Philando Castile case with Officer Yanis was revealed. And so that happened in 2017. And I was also in Minneapolis, which inspired me to write the song.
0: Okay. And um, these lyrics are so powerful. Tired of singing the same old songs, So these are century-long songs that we've been singing. Yes. And rights for all cannot be wrong.
4: Yeah, exactly. I definitely believe that.
0: And you want to open the door for all who walk through.
4: Absolutely. Absolutely. And I definitely believe that, especially with rights for all just can't be wrong. If we created and founded a country on the ideals that we have liberty and justice for all, then I feel like we should definitely represent that in our justice system and the way that we view and see other people and the way that we treat them.
0: And the video is actually very uh, profound, um, so people can watch that video. Where, where can people see uh, this music and watch the video?
4: Definitely. So you can watch the music video on YouTube. It's just under X-Ray by Mayana Olivia featuring Max Turner, the other artist on the track. And then it's also available for streaming on all major music platforms.
0: And so what type of response have you gotten to this song so far?
4: I would say I've definitely gotten a very positive response. This song has motivated a lot of people around me to think about the way in which they view our world and the ways that they can make an impact for racial justice. So I've definitely gotten a lot of messages from people about how they want to make a difference now in their own communities and how they want to take tangible action which is exactly what I wanted the song to do. So it's been very encouraging to see.
0: Um, in the last presidential debate, uh, Chris Wallace asked the current U.S. president, um, and this is a question about uh, uh, what is radical about racial sensitivity training? And this is how the current president answered. If you were a certain person, you had no status in life, it's sort of a reversal. So as if he was trying to suggest that if black lives matter, then white lives matter less. Mm -hmm. And if we had an X-ray vision into each other's soul, would we even rank like that?
4: (laughs) Exactly. And that's the point of the song, too, is that people who are saying all lives matter aren't wrong because all lives do matter. But if black people are being impacted disproportionately more than other races, then in order for all lives to matter, we do have to uplift black lives in order for us to all be on the same playing field.
0: And when I uplift your life, my life is not diminished, my life is uplifted. Exactly. And that's true. I mean, uh, one book that I read a long time ago, because it was out in 2004, it really had a big impact on my life. And it was the book called Somebodies and Nobodies, Overcoming the Abuse of Rank. And he writes that, uh, uh, this, uh, that it is a form of injustice that everybody knows, but nobody sees. Discrimination based on rank. Low ranking signifies weakness and vulnerability, the absence of power. Um, and so... So this idea of how we're ranking each other, and that's one thing I find so powerful about your song, is X-ray vision. The the rankings are all illusions, and they're causing so much damage to our planet and to each other. And if we can have those X-ray visions where we could actually see the limitless value of each other, life would be a lot cooler (laughs) and funner.
4: Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: And
4: And that is part of the message. Oh, go ahead.
0: Oh, no, no, that's fine. Please do.
4: I just wanted to say that's part of the message that I wanted to portray with X-Ray because it comes from a place of frustration and disappointment where if we weren't able to see each other's skin color, I believe that we would all be able to get along a lot more easily.
0: Right. The skin color and all sorts of different ways we rank each other on uh, values, like the whole winner and losers. And I think that's what's been so dysfunctional about these last uh, uh, years um, in our in our leadership. We've just had so much Rankism and in uh, all of its forms. Um, we're we're going to need to take a break and we're going to come back. We're going to talk more uh, with uh, Olivia about our music and about. The meaning behind it, and, and this 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 world we can create, um, standing up for justice. We're also talking about youth activism, um, and this show is sponsored by uh, uh, People Power, uh, a grassroots group, uh, uh, let people vote. Um, we'll be talking more. You're listening to Food Freedom Radio on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. It don't Welcome back to Food Freedom Radio. We are talking to Manana uh, Olivia about her song. Uh, this show is sponsored by the Minneapolis ch- chapter of People Power, Let People Vote campaign. It's a grassroots group in, in, in Minneapolis. And if somebody wants to more information about the group, they can reach out to Shay. Shay's phone number is 651-529-4845. And um, Olivia, we've been talking about your song. Um, and, and there's some um, Easter eggs in it. What does that mean?
1: Yeah, so
4: I, like I said, I wrote the song in 2017. So I had about three years to kind of polish it and make sure that everything was exactly as I wanted it to be. And so there are a couple of moments in the song that I really like to highlight just because they mean a lot to me and they can definitely enhance the meaning of the song as a whole as well.
0: Okay, share those.
4: Sure. So the first one is, well, so I referenced, like I said, freedom and justice for all, which is a reference to the founding documents in the United States. And then I also have another instance of American history that I wanted to thread throughout the song. So I choose to specifically say, why do we get hung up on the things that don't matter instead of caught up or wrapped up so that I can highlight the history of lynching in the United States because Ida B. Wells, one of the prominent journalists in the early 20th century did a project where she basically documented all of the lynchings happening in the United States to kind of give those families solace and a space to remember their loved ones. And that kind of reminds me of today's Say Their Names campaign, where we want to remember the names of people who are victims of police brutality in order to continue to motivate the movement for change. And so that's one of the Easter eggs that I like to highlight. And another one, which is also my favorite part of the song, or the most meaningful part of the song to me, is in the second verse right after the newscaster talks about the brianna taylor case where i included doorbells in the background of this whole second verse to kind of raise attention to the fact that the police officers in brianna taylor's case according to witnesses did not even do her the dignity of knocking to introduce themselves because they had a no-knock warrant so i kind of wanted to raise awareness to that aspect of her case as well in the background of the song
0: wow yeah, that is that is very powerful. And, uh, you know, and I, I also don't want to be ageist, but uh, I mean, you graduated high school last year. Um, um, and uh, so what what motivates you to um, speak from this creative place?
4: Um, I would say I'm motivated by just the need for comfort is what usually drives me to write music. So after I heard about the Philando Castillo case, I went home to my piano and I just started playing to kind of deal with what i couldn't quite understand or wrestle with in my emotions and that's honestly where the song came from and so from there i wanted to kind of motivate people to see that this is awful that all of this is happening but then also be driven to take tangible action because one thing that is really important to me is that when we're looking at negative aspects of our society we also look at what we can do in the moment to make a difference and so that's why we included the part about voting at the end so that you have this time to really reflect on everything that's been going on, but then also a space to think about what you can do to make a difference moving forward.
0: Uh, That is also quite profound, motivated by my need for comfort, because sometimes in dark times, uh, the conditioning is to run away, deny, or pretend it's not real. There's not really a virus. There's not really climate change. There's not really racism. We can pretend that 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 all happens, or we can also seek comfort by going deeper into the truth. Exactly. Mm Wow. Wow. That is um, that is so cool. Now, um, so people can uh, – they can also – you put this this video up on the – this video is up on the Minnesota Women's March page. And the Minnesota Women's March is going to be uh, Saturday, October 18th uh, from 3 to 6 o'clock at the Minnesota State Capitol. Uh, are you going to be there? I hope so. I am planning to attend. And because uh, I I, 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 uh, I actually didn't know about that event until I started searching your terms and then I saw the video up there in a, in a great spot. Um, what other organizations are you active in right now? Um, well,
4: I am involved in, through Shea, I'm connected to the Power People Movement, which is advocating for voting. But I believe that's pretty much the extent of my involvement at the moment.
0: Sure, sure. And you also wanted to mention Turbolink.
4: Oh, yeah, TurboVotes.org is a great spot that we have included in the caption of the music video for people who would like to learn more about how to vote in their states.
0: And so we should run through some of these details on how to vote um, in Minnesota right now. Um, uh, November 2nd is the last day for early voting in person. Um, and everyone says, have a plan to vote. Um, do you have a plan to vote?
4: I already voted. Oh, I voted already did, APC too. got my ballot, got my sticker. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I got my sticker too. I went in person, um, but uh, yeah, I've already voted. Um, and uh, uh, November third is the election day. You can vote in person, and remember, it's also going to be um, daylight savings time, which I think can kind of the kind of throw people off a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, but uh, um, October thirteenth is the last day for advanced voter registration, which can save you time in the polling place. So, um, mm-hmm. and people can always get information at the secretary of Minnesota Secretary of State's um, website. So, tell me more. More about um, your in, involvement, or um, in in uh, or, or your music. I mean, um, again, um, th- this seems like a professionally produced uh, music video that you did. Yeah, thank
4: you. It is. So I record my music at Best Buy's Tech Center and Hope Community in Minneapolis, and so there are basically a bunch of students who all come together who work on digital design or music production or video production or there's like a 3D printer there there's drones for filming it's a really amazing space and so my producer and the tech coordinator at this Best Buy Tech Center his name is J.P. Evans and so after we produced the song in the studio he found a member of Digital Media's production company named Tez to go around to different locations and film the music video. And then they both edited it together to put together this really amazing project.
0: Yeah, it is so beautiful. So this, uh, how did this all come together? When, when did this come together? You originally wrote the song in 2017. And how did this uh, music video come together? Yeah,
4: so I brought X-Ray back after everything happened with George Floyd just because I was talking to my father about what I could do to make a difference. And he recommended that I officially release X-Ray because I had been singing it at a few local events in Minneapolis for a few years. And so we decided to officially produce it. And so then I went to the tech center with J.C. Evans to record the whole thing officially. And then Shay Hansen heard me perform the song at a live event called Seeds of Change this past July. And she suggested that we make a music video to encourage people to vote and increase youth voter turnout through the song. And so that's where the idea... To produce
0: a music video came from Yeah and this idea of youth voting and as someone older I can remember so many poor elections like for instance what would life be like right now if we had President El Gore? Um, You know, with the fires burning in California, so much increasing evidence of climate change. And again, Mm -hmm. we've been in denial on that. But one of the um, issues um, in in American politics is young people don't vote in large numbers. Um, There's a lot of cynicism. I don't know. if I don't know. What do you think's behind the young people who don't vote? What do you think's behind that? I can't
1: speak
4: for every young person, but I would... I think part of it might be that we've had experience with the political system and just kind of seeing how there's a lot of polarization and there's a lot of bureaucracy kind of with getting things done. For example, with the Minneapolis charter, who were making a vote to put taking the Minneapolis Police Department out of the charter so that then there could be changes made to the budget and the structure of it. And then they chose to vote to not put that on this year's ballot so that the people couldn't vote on it. So that kind of slowed the process down. And that was one step of many that comes to just kind of addressing policing. And so I think there's a lot of cynicism that comes from just things taking a long time and they're not appearing to be that much progress um, from a certain perspective. So I think that might be where some of it comes from.
0: Yeah, and I guess I want to talk more about the idea of unity because um, unity um, across races, across ages, across viewpoints. Um, how do we how do we find that place of unity? How do we? I mean, we are in such divisive times like this, and uh, well, let me maybe I'll even pull back. What does unity mean? Yeah,
4: I would say that unity is just how we can stand up for one another and not try to exclude people based on differences. So I don't know if you've seen there was a video of a Black Lives Matter group that went to protest at a Trump rally and then the organizers of the rally invited the Black Lives Matter group to come up on stage and kind of share five minutes of their platform to everybody and just really advocate for what they were saying. And there actually grew there was a lot of unity that grew from giving both excuse me both um, parties, an opportunity to speak for their values, and it turned out that both groups actually agreed on a lot of the same things. And you wouldn't think that just from looking at the situation, but I think that by giving people a voice and not making assumptions from either side, we can really approach unity for everyone.
0: Yeah, and that's, that's also quite profound, not making assumptions, because those assumptions we make, um, that happens kind of in our fast brain. A lot mm-hmm. of those are that uh, unconscious um, racism that and, and structural racism that we're still dealing with. And so how to be open and open-hearted and open-minded with each other. And again, your song, like seeing each other's, the divine spark in each other, or having that right. x-ray vision.
4: Exactly, exactly. And that's something that I touch on in my TED Talk as well, just the idea that we have to take a moment to think about our unconscious biases before just acting on them immediately after they arise, because they are so influenced by the culture we live in and the media that surrounds us.
0: Right. What's your hope for the future? Um,
4: I would say I'm working towards an America where I can feel like my family is safe going outside, where I don't have to Check in and text my little sister to make sure they're still okay or feel the need to, I guess, monitor where they're going just to make sure that everyone is safe. So that's really what I'm working towards. And I would like for everyone to have that freedom as well.
0: Yeah. So we have our last minute. I, I'm going to say this show has been sponsored by the Minneapolis Chow- Chapter of People Power, lit the People Vote campaign. Um, and if people want more information, they can reach out to Shay at 651 529 four or five. And Olivia, um, how can people learn more about you?
4: Yeah, so you can follow me on Instagram at at Moyana underscore Olivia. I have a lot of covers that I've posted there. And then you can also listen to my music on Spotify, Apple Music, iTunes, YouTube, Amazon Music, SoundCloud, pretty much everywhere where you can find music.
0: Right. And again, this video is also listed on the Minnesota Women's March page. um, And that Women's March is going on on October 17th from 3 to 6 at the Minnesota State Capitol. Well, Olivia, this time went so fast. This youth activism, it just fills us with hope. And we need hope. We want a better world, right? Let's all get together. Absolutely.
4: Thank you so much for having
0: me. Well, thank you so much for your time and thank you for your music and your voice.